When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Eagles Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, this is the EWU Basketball Coaches Show with Shantae Leggins and Wendy Schuler. Brought to you by Coors Light. Whatever your mountain, climb on. Gus Johnson Ford, Northern Quest Resort and Casino, the place where Eagles fans love to stay and play. Numerica Credit Union, life moves, live well. And by Pepsi. Live from 24 Taps Burgers and Brews, here's the voice of the Eagles, Larry Weir. Welcome. We're back at uh, 24 Taps once again uh, this week. We'll be back again next week as well. That'll be on a Tuesday, though, because the Eagles will be playing on Monday of next week. So Tuesday will be the uh, schedule for next week here at 24 Taps. Looking forward to uh, this week's home games as the Eagles get a road sweep last week, winning at Idaho on Thursday, winning at Montana State on Saturday. Still to come in this show, Jacob Davison, Eagles uh, guard, will join us, as will freshman guard Ellis Magnuson and a recorded conversation with Eagle women's coach Wendy Schuler coming off a tough loss for the Eagle women on Saturday against the uh, uh, conference preseason favorite Montana State. Eastern lost double overtime, 89-85 in that one. We'll get Coach Schuler's reaction uh, to that ball game coming up, as well as the Idaho game where they were right neck and neck with the Vandals until uh, in the fourth quarter of play, Idaho went on a late 14 to nothing run. Right now, though, Eagle men's head coach Shantae Leggins joins us here. And, Coach, great wins for you last week against Idaho and Montana State. Was there a key in both games that was the same, would you say, in both games? Well, first off, thanks, everybody, for coming. It's awesome to have you guys out. Um, the keys, I thought, for the game was our, our defensive intensity. I thought that was that was huge for us. I thought they did a good job of, of making sure that they knew who they, they knew exactly the game plan. They knew how we wanted to defend, and we did a good job of just basically – guarding their man one-on-one and, and trying to shut the other guy down. And I thought, you know, our rebounding, our defensive talk, our help, our communication was key, and then that, that triggers our offense. And then once we get some stops and we start doing some things off defensively, our offense just flows through, and, and we had a very good offensive game um, against uh, both teams, actually, when you, when you go by points per possession and, and things like that. So we did a good job defensively, and I, I think against Montana State was our best defensive effort of the season so far. Yeah, you guys did a great job, I thought, against them. Uh, Frey, who can uh, cause nightmares for a lot of people, uh, he got some points, but he, he, I think he took more shots than he got points, and that's kind of what you want. He definitely did that, and, you know, we, we turned him over five times, which is really good. I think we had 19, they had 19 turnovers that game. We had around 11 steals, and, and so when, when you're doing things like that and you have size and, 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 and your teams understand the game plan and you have multiple guys that can guard, you know, we started off with Ellis defending him, which did a really good job. 
Um, he, he got his first two buckets on a, on a broken play on an inbounds play and then a, and a turnover in transition where he got those his first two baskets. And so that came with about eight minutes to go in the first half. So that was that was pretty good defense. And then Ellis got in foul trouble. Then it was Kassan's turn. And then Jacob guarded him a little bit. And then Kim guarded him. So, you know, when you got a player like him, he's very talented. you got to make sure you can throw bodies at him. And luckily enough, we have very versatile guys that, that could – do that and so when, when you're able to defend that way and then you could also protect the paint it really makes your defense pretty good uh, in that montana state game you guys overall played well offensively but you had a stretch there about a 17 minute stretch from the midpoint of the first half to the midpoint of the second half where you were missed 14 consecutive three-point tries uh, but you guys never panicked no never panicked i think we have a really really good shooting team <laughs> and you know, I'm going to let them shoot. I'm going to let it fly. That's that's what we talk about all the time. You know, we, we've talked about it today, actually, in, in film. When, you know, you're starting to miss a lot of shots, you got to get a couple of them inside. you gotta, you got to try to, you know, break the trend of, you know, shooting so many threes in a row. But if the team's giving you wide open looks, you know, it's really hard to turn down, especially with the guys we have and the guys that can shoot, you know. And once you see one go in, I mean, it, the, I think we made the final nine of 18 shots and we made some big-time shots towards the end of that game. So, you know, if the team's going to give you wide open looks, you just got to take them and shoot them with confidence. And, and I believe any of our guys on the team who's on the court at the time can make those shots. And so um, I'm pretty sure they have a lot of confidence in themselves and I have confidence in them too. And so, you know, on the road, you go on the road, it's going to happen. But our defense stepped up. I mean, Jacob made some big-time three-point shots in that in that stretch, even in that second half when we needed a bucket. He, he had a pull-up for us, and then he hit a big three in transition to put us up 11. Um, and then you had some other guys make some big plays. And so that really helps. And, you know, you'll get open shots, and teams are going to play that way. You just got to make shots. They were hoping we'd miss, and we missed a little bit, and that's what kept the game close. And, and then we made some at the end, and we kind of separated ourselves towards the end of that game. Not meaning to be critical of another coaching staff, but were you surprised that they started fouling with roughly four minutes remaining in the in, in the game? Uh, I, I was. I know that they were trying to slow. They were just trying to get us break us out of rhythm. Um, and again, we we got to get the ball, and we got to do a better job of getting the ball to our better free throw shooters. But we knocked them down. Mason made some. You know, Jacob stepped up and made some big ones. And you know, Ellis when they fouled Ellis, he made all four of his free throws. So that was that was huge for us. And so when you're able to do things like that and you know, I just thought, you know, we're going to go either make one and then just have to get a stop on the other end. It's just hard to come back that way. Even if you go 50 percent, the, the percentages are in our favor. So I, I was I was kind of shocked by that. But, you know, they're trying to trying to figure out ways to beat you. And so that they, they had a whole week to, to prepare for us. And and when we got out there, we, we knew they were going to have some some tricks up their sleeves. But we did a good job of taking everything they they, they threw at us and, and they did pretty well on the fly. All right, so you played two straight road games, but was it a real road trip? Do you count this as a road sweep because you stayed at home nah, for I, a couple I mean, of nights? You know, I, I, I don't, but you, you win two games in a row on the road. I think we're 3-1 and one on the road, which is big. Um, but you, after that Idaho game, we got back like around 1230. The guys went to sleep, and then we got on that six- or seven-hour bus trip. So, I mean, sitting on the bus for a long time, and, and, and that, that, that felt like a road trip. You know, I know the guys were a little tight and tired when we got there but they they got off the bus and we went straight from the bus to to shoot in, in the gym just to shoot and get our feet and then the next morning we woke up around 9 30 and, and got some shots up and went over our game plan but you know having a good team and, and having some good you know leaders on that team really helps you in, in situations like that it's basically getting you ready for the big sky tournament a game like that and a trip like that because you're not going to have a lot of time not, not a lot of turnaround to really put in new things and game plans. You just got to go be yourselves. And, and the guys did that, and they bought in, and they played really hard, and that's how we won that one. Big Sky Conference play so far is seeing a lot lower scoring games than what we saw in the regular season. You guys were scoring roughly 87 points coming in yeah. to a per game coming into conference, and I think you're leading the conference in scoring now at about 72 points per ball game. So that's, that's quite a, a, a drop. Uh, yeah. Other teams are experiencing pretty close to a similar drop. So what is that? Is it just because teams know each other so much better? That and when we, we we've played the teams we played, they've hold, they've held the ball and they've held the ball for twenty seconds in the shot clock, you know, and it's 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 coming down. It's good for our defense, you know. Um, if you you're watching some of these games and you'll watch the game we played against Montana and the game we played against Idaho State, even Montana State, they they start a fast break and they stop and they don't want to get into a possession game with us where it's high possessions because I think 
we can score and they know we can score with the best of them. And so they're trying to, you know, they're trying to turn it into a half-court game, which suits our defense. But on this other side, is, you know, it's really – and I think our guys are starting to understand that we, know we, need, we still need to come down and get good shots. We want to play fast, you know, makes or misses. But at the same time, teams are trying to slow us down because so, we have a lot of offensive firepower and we have a lot of guys that can do multiple things. And it's, it's a good game plan, but I think our guys are starting to pick up on that. And you can see our offense pick up the last couple games and – well, actually, the last three games. And you can just see – uh, us just getting downhill and starting to play with a little bit more confidence and swagger. You guys had uh, good contributions from the bench, especially uh, against Montana State. Guys like Tanner Groves, Kassan Rouse had two good games for you coming off the bench. The bench did a good job for you guys over the week. We did, and, and again, as a coaching staff, you know, we, we sat back and we're trying to figure out, you know, what, what was going on with with some of the flow, some of the, some of the, you know, the movement in our offense. And I think we're playing a little bit too many guys, you know, trying to get guys some playing time when, you know, we should just say, hey, listen, you know, there's going to be a lot of calls. Zebras are going to call a bunch of different calls and things like that. And you're going to be, you have to be ready to go. And so you got to let guys get flow into the game. And, you know, I felt Kassan is a player that you got to let him make some mistakes because he is a freshman, but he's out there playing 100 miles per hour. So you got to give him a little bit more, you know, leeway and a little bit more leash. Same with Tanner. He's going to take a couple shots here and there as he's starting to get the feel for things. And then we're trying to find that eighth guy that could really step up and help us out. And so when you're seeing, when you see things like that and you see Kassan, his, his contributions and how he played defensively was huge. He, he did a good job on Harold Fred. He did a good job on Trayvon Allen. But at the same time, you know, you just got to make sure that they're understanding exactly you know, those guys, when they get into the game, what we need from them. And I think giving them a little bit more time and, and not just playing them five minutes and then worrying about getting subbed out was huge. And, again, that, that came from the players. You know, we, we, after we lost to Montana, we had, a, we had a good coaches meeting and we had a good player coaches meeting. And, you know, we like to hear, you know, their thoughts a lot. And so they, that's some of the things that they said. They said they just wanted to, you know, be able to make a couple of mistakes here and there. And I got to be able to, you know, understand that and let them play a little bit through some mistakes. And, and it's, it's paid off. Are you getting closer to getting that eight-man rotation? Are you are you are you whittling it down, or is that eighth position primarily uh, pretty much wide open right now? Right now, it's kind of wide open. You know, you're trying to find guys, and you're trying to find the right the, the right guy to step in. But different games give you different, you know, different you know roles they're going to have to play. And so you have such you have such so many teams that are so different in this league that you know we're, we're going up against a team against Southern Utah is very athletic and very big and very physical. So do you want to go with the bigger guy? Do you want to go with the guy that can really put the ball on the floor and stretch the defense out? You know, it's one of those things. You just got to figure out how they're going to play us. And then that, that, that's eighth, eighth, ninth guy. You just got to be ready to go. And, you know, it's going to be a different guy every time. I know, you know, against Idaho, Jake Groves played. And then against Montana State, Jake Groves didn't play and Tyler played. And so you just got to figure out that rotation. And as we keep moving through the season, they're going to step up and we'll have guys make big contributions in that spot. Are you at all surprised with what's going on in the conference right now? There's only four teams in the conference that are above 500 at this point in time going into play tonight, and that's Montana, you guys, Southern Utah, and Northern Arizona. Uh, Montana 6-1, and one, the other three teams at 4-2. and two. Everybody else is basically almost the rest of the conference is 3-4. and four. Yeah, it's, it's tough. And, and, and I, you know, when you're watching preseason basketball, you see a lot of different things. And but, you know, once you get the league, I mean, there's so many good players in this league, and there's, I, I really think there's really good coaches because it's, it's, it's a tough league to, to play in, especially because of the travel and, and the way that you have to handle yourselves on the road. But when you look at it, I mean, Montana's beat Monta- Montana beat Sac by two points at home. They beat NAU by two. I mean, it, it can go either which way. Like, like I said with Idaho, Idaho just lost to Montana by four, you know. You know, I don't feel bad for them at all, but they've lost all their games by, you know, two possessions, one possession. And so they could easily be, you know, four and two or uh, vice versa. But at the same time, you got to win all these close games and, you know, you're building confidence. And I, I, I do feel that the league's a lot of fun this year. I think I think when you go to Boise, you're going to get your money's worth if you go and check that out because you really – there's going to be some teams that you have no idea and there's going to be a couple upsets that – are going to really break people's hearts, and, and it's going to be a lot of fun, but that's why you play sports. You know, you, you want you want the parity, but, you know, I would like to win every game by 40 and go to the tournament and do all those things, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and so I'm, I'm not I'm not surprised at all. It's just it's just really exciting and a lot of fun to be a part of something, you know, like this, and there's, I think there's three, four teams now with double-digit wins with, you know, Portland State having a chance to get their 10th win tonight against Weber, so that's going to be interesting to see, you know, all the teams and how many wins that, you know, teams will get at the end of the season. Uh, there's no easy games. I mean, you mentioned Idaho. Their five losses in the league have been by 13 points total. 
yeah. and their 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 points scored versus points uh, uh, allowed is two points higher. They've That's allowed right two more points than they've scored, and they're one in five yet. And they play Montana to a four point game on the road. So there are no easy games this year in this conference. No, and when when you start the season and you know in the summertime you start looking at this and you see all the coaching changes and the interim tags on coaches and all these things, you think, oh, that'll be a gimme, that'll be a gimme. But NAU just went on the road and they got a huge road sweep against Northern Colorado and Southern Utah, and they have some close games and you know they've done a good job of, of preparing and being good and. Then you have, you know, Idaho State who comes with a new coaching staff, and they're pretty, they're solid. They got players that can make some plays, and so you just got to be ready every game. I think the mentally tough team will win this, will win the whole thing. And if you can get there and you can get get on a nice roll, I think you have a good chance. All right, this weekend, big home games coming up. Uh, the, the, a lot of uh, of your maybe high profile home games are coming here in the first half of the season in this month of January, and we're going to see it on Saturday, and we're going to see it on. Uh, Monday and next week, and that's uh, Southern Utah coming in Saturday at 2 and Northern Colorado Monday at 6. The two teams that you're tied with right now in the Big Sky standings at 4-2. and two. Yeah, I mean, they're playing great basketball. They, uh, you know, it was just 70-something to 40-something that, you know, Southern Utah just beat Sac State. Sac State's supposed to be one of the better defensive teams, not just in our league, in the country, and so they put a 70 spot on them, so you got to be prepared for them. They're very good. They're talented. they got multiple top 100 transfers um, on their roster. They got, a, they got a good point guard. They got size. They got athleticism. So it's going to be a fun game. They defend the ball. They pressure the ball kind of like you saw what Montana did against us. So that's going to be a test for us to, to see if we've gotten better since that Montana game against pressure, which is going to be huge for us, uh, something that we're really looking forward to and, and, and trying to make sure we play one of our better games. And you got Northern Colorado, who's one of the better offensive teams in our league. I think they're right up there with us and three-pointers made, if not the number one team and three-pointers made. Um, we're right behind them or vice versa. And so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because two teams play two totally different ball games, and then you have um, an offensive team in the, at the end part that you have to really defend, and then this team you've got to make sure you take care of the ball against Southern Utah. So um, two, different, two different teams, uh, two different styles of play, but really good coaches, really good players. Southern Utah has a lot of pieces back from last year, but some of those guys have been hurt. Morgan's been hurt. Andre Adams has been hurt. So, uh, and, and they also have probably one of the better uh, improving big guys in the league in, in Fawcett, who didn't play that much last year, but he's right up there with Kim as far as rebounding goes this year. Yeah, he's a three-point shooter. I believe he's a sophomore. Pretty good player. Does a lot of, does a lot of things for that team. You know, he changes that team when Morgan got hurt. Um, they got a chance to see what he could showcase, and he's been playing really well. And now you got the, you're getting these players back. Now they got a little logjam in some spots, and so they're trying to figure some things out, um, you know, playing playing time wise, you know, because they got some really good players, and you know, some of those guys I, I know want to play. You know, you got a six-year senior in Morgan who wants to play. You know, he he's got a lot of things, so he's he's like, hey, I need to get on the court. I need to do this, that, and the other. And then you got, you know, Adams who wants to come in and play also. He's a transfer who wants to get some minutes. I mean, they, so they got a couple of log jams they got to figure out. And so um, that's, you know, that's their problem. I'm looking forward to seeing how they use all their guys because they do have a deep roster. And again, are they going to play faster? Are they going to try to play faster to get more guys in? Are they going to play the same style they've been playing, averaging about 60, 64 points, 65 points a game? And so it's going to be interesting to see how they, they work all that out. And it's just going to be uh, one of those games where you got to make sure you bring your hard hat because they play really hard and they're very, they're very physical and athletic. And then you get Northern Colorado coming in a week from tonight, and uh, they're going to shoot the three-pointer. Yeah, they're just like, I mean, you know, they're, they're kind of carbon copy of what we like to do. We like to shoot the three. We like to get guys downhill, and they do the same thing. Um, a little bit, They do a little bit differently, but they love to shoot the three ball, and they shot 38 threes in their last game or 39 and only made eight, but they're a really good shooting team, and you got to be prepared for them. they got one of the better guards in the league uh, stat-wise this year in Radabaugh, who, who's, who's up there in assists, who's up there in points. And he's doing a good job on the glass. And I think he's been the defensive player a couple times so far in our league. So he's one of the premier guards in our league. So it's going to be interesting to, to see how we're going to defend. But then they got some really good three-point shooters. And um, they got one of the better sophomores in the league in Bodie Hume who can really shoot at 6'7". He's very versatile. So um, it's going to, we're going to have our hands full in both matchups. But that's going to be a really hard one defensively. 
All right, very good. Coach, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Good luck this week. Looking forward to the games uh, starting Saturday. Which one of these guys is uh, going to go first? Jacob's closest to us, the older guy, but Ellis might be further along on his food. I'm not sure. Maybe he's not. Yeah, young Zulu got it. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna do it. He's going to talk for us. Ellis right. got it. Ellis, all right. Well, all right, we'll hear from Ellis Magnuson next here on the Eagle Basketball Coaches Show. Go We're eat. live at 24 Taps in downtown Spokane on the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm Trevor, owner of 24 Taps Burgers and Brews. We're proud of our serious gourmet burgers. They're as tasty as it gets anywhere. We've just added a new burger for those with a vegetarian preference. After market testing, we're introducing a serious black bean burger with a taste that'll compete with our finest burgers. You may just want to cross over with our fresh cut fries and new ginormous baked pretzel. Cold brews will taste even better. Try our new dinner choices tonight. 24 Taps Burgers and Brews, 24 North Lincoln. Downtown has a new look, a new face, and an all-new auto row. Larry H. Miller invested in you, Spokane, building state-of-the-art facilities with plenty of parking to give you the biggest and best at the all-new Downtown Auto Row. With over 600 new, used, and certified pre-owned vehicles in stock and rates as low as 0% APR, why go anywhere else? Jump into the new year with great deals and great selection all in one place. Downtown Spokane, Larry H. Miller dealerships driven by you. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Yolks Fresh Market is a family business. It means I have a voice in the future of the company. I was hired at the age of 60, and to me that's phenomenal. I was part of a trading company for 10 years, and I've been with Yolks now as an employee owner, and it's absolutely been a great experience. It's an awesome company to be with. Since we became employee-owned in 1990, that family continues to grow. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Spokane International Airport is the proud sponsor of Eastern Washington University Athletics. The airport connects Eastern fans and alums to 19 nonstop destinations provided by six major airlines. Nonstop service is available to Boise, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Everett, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Oakland, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, Salt Lake City, San Diego, San Francisco, San Jose, and Seattle, and starting next summer, Houston and Atlanta. For real-time flight arrival and departure information, go to www.spokaneairports.net. Welcome back here inside 24 Taps. Back here again next Tuesday. Eagles against Southern Utah Saturday at 2, 1.30 for the pregame show. Northern Colorado a week from tonight, 5.30 for the pregame show. And 6 o'clock for the tip. For tickets, go online, goeagles.com. Click on the tickets link. Could use a big crowd as the Eagles take on Southern Utah Saturday at 2. And then on Monday night at 6, it's Northern Colorado. Freshman guard Elvis Magnuson joins us now out of Boise, Bora High School. What your dad played football at the University of Idaho, a lot of your family U of I grads, but was had you ever played a, a game in the Kibbe Dome before? Um, I haven't. That was my first time playing in there. I've I've watched games in there before, but I've never been able to play in there. Uh, what was it like then to play, even though he played football and you played basketball, to play in the same building that your dad played his college games? Um, it was definitely cool because he's always talked about that, um, playing in the Kibbe Dome, and that's one of the big things that they've always kind of, that's his spotlight. He's always been in there, and he's always played football in there. So it was cool to go in there and do what he did in college and just kind of follow in his footsteps a little bit. Was there any 
did, did you have any satisfaction, any hard feelings, any mixed feelings, any bad feelings about playing against the University of Idaho, uh, being as how most of your family went there? Um, no, not really. Not really any feelings. It was kind of just like another game, but got a text from my dad before the game. He was saying that he wanted me to beat them more than anything, just because, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> that's his old school. So it was, it was a fun game, but it was just pretty much just like any other game. And then to have a career high on top of it all with 16 points couldn't have been too bad either. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> that definitely made me happy after the game too, but um, it wasn't really any other type of special game, I would say, just, just another game. How much does it free up your offense, Ellis, when you make an early three-pointer like you did in that game? Yeah, I think for anyone, just any player in general, it just gives you confidence going into the game. Um, if you see the ball go in, that just makes you just want to shoot it even more and just felt like um, basket seemed a little bit bigger that night. So um, that helped me be more confident throughout the night, being able to shoot the ball, especially just because struggled a little bit in a few games. And um, I think that just got me going. You're used to team success. So how important was it last week to get that road sweep, whether it was a night or two spent at home as part of that road sweep or not? How important were those two wins? Uh, those are very important just because we know it's really tough on the road. Um, especially just because we just came off a big loss to Montana and team has been struggling just a little bit, but we just got back to the basics um, in practice that week. And we came in confident into the games just because we had some good, um, good days of practice. And we knew we were able to get those games. It was just a matter of going out and doing it. Uh, with the way that young kids anymore play AAU basketball and it's a, a year-round deal, I mean, is – Usually at the end, you've, you've been playing now since uh, late September, basically, just as far as organized practices go. So you're nearing, what, the end of four months. That would normally be about the end of the high school season. So uh, were you at all concerned about the length of the season compared to what you're used to in high school or because you have such a long season with AAU and so forth, you basically probably never stop playing? Yeah, it's really nothing different. Um, I think just the load is a little bit tougher, um, just uh, – definitely harder just because it's a different level of play but other than that I've always been playing every single day of my life that's why I don't really take days off so um it's nothing really new to me just a just a harder load to overcome and just a little bit more tiring but that's just where recovery comes in and you got to be smart with that and um just load management pretty much but other than that it's nothing too difficult nothing I can't handle Ellis Magnuson, freshman point guard, joining us here on the Eagle Basketball Coaches Show. Football, basketball, did you have a spring sport at Bora, too, or were those the only two you played? No, those are the only two I played. I pretty much just um, played football during football season, and then other than that, it's just basketball um, all year. I mean, uh, I, I, would say, I would say football would be my favorite sport, but I always put in the work in basketball, so that's what I spent most of my time in. So that would be my sport throughout the year. How tough a decision then was it for you to decide on basketball in college rather than football? Um, it was tough, I would say, until the end just because I knew I really want to play football, but um, I didn't want to let basketball go either. So it was. But then once I got offered from Eastern Washington, that was my only scholarship. So it was just kind of like at that point it was an easy answer for me to just choose to play basketball. And I wasn't upset about it either. It was just like um, – something that I was just really happy about. Um, that was my end goal is to get my school paid for, whether it was to play basketball or football. So I was happy about the outcome. Do you think some teams, some schools were surprised that you played basketball rather than football? And maybe they would have offered you, had you been more, uh, I guess, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, more open, more forward to basketball, perhaps. Yeah, I think I would have got more interest, I would say, if I – if I said basketball was my number one sport at the time, just because I don't think a lot of schools wanted to talk to me because they thought I was just going to go play football. So um, it is what it is. It worked out either way. So, yeah. Uh, are you look? I mean, obviously you're looking forward to the Big Sky Tournament mm -hmm. in your hometown. You're yeah. going to get to play there at least two years and, and hopefully more than that because I think Boise is a great place for the conference tournament. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, obviously, I know a lot of people over there, so – um, I'm just trying to get everyone out. I think it's going to be a really fun environment to play in and just to be in Boise, um, to have a bunch of fans there for me to um, cheer me on and and cheer Eastern on, and I think it will be great to play in there. 
What are you, I mean, as a freshman, you may not have declared a major yet. I don't know. Are you, is there something that you're looking at? Have you declared? What's your, what's your idea school-wise? Um, I'm not really sure of my major yet, but I'm really, I really like the science area of the of school aspect. Um, but I'm not really sure what type of science yet. Um, I'm just kind of taking different classes right now to just see um, what, what classes I'm interested in and what classes I'm not. So just to... I'm gonna have to end up picking next year. I'm, I think so. We'll just see. Uh, do you have any idea what you want to do yet at this point in time after basketball ends? Uh, I don't. I'm not really sure at all what to do right now. <laughs> just focusing on basketball right now. Well, congratulations on a great start. Oh, there was one other question I wanted to ask you. You are as good a passer as a freshman, especially as, as I've seen. So, how did you get those skills? Um, that's just something that. I've been taught, and I just kind of developed along the way. Um, I think just the way I was coached, that's always been an important um, thing t- for you to be able to do um, is pass the ball, not just score. Um, so I think I would have to just get credit of where I was been taught, and it's just one of the most important things that you have to do in the game for other people to be able to get shots and score. Do you have a favorite pass? Is it a, a, one of those bounce passes with English that we see uh, you throw from time to time? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite one. Just any pass will get someone to open shot is good enough for me. So, <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations on a great start to your, uh, to, to your career here at Eastern. We appreciate your time. You'll be coming back again a few times over the course of your career, so we'll talk yeah. to you then. Sounds good. Thank you. Ellis Magnuson here with us. When we come back, Jacob Davison joins us on the Eagle Basketball Coaches Show. We're live at 24 Taps, downtown Spokane. The Eagle Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Eagle fans, we hope you're enjoying the game today. The Cheney Light Department has been a proud sponsor of the Eastern Eagles for many years. The Cheney Light Department has been your hometown expert on energy conservation and services since 1931. They offer a variety of rebates for your conservation projects and will assist you with energy savings. So when you're planning that next remodel or new building, be sure to call the Cheney Light Department at 498-9230 before you begin so they can help you in planning for energy savings. Go Eags! I'm Freddie Rico, and I'm a multi-care patient. You know, being an athlete for many years, and then for the past 21 years, I've been a basketball coach. A lot of time on my feet. About four years ago, the hip really started hurting. It finally got to a point where my happiness was being compromised. To have that relief, that was a big joy for me. From the nursing staff to the anesthesiologist, all the way through, everybody was awesome. Multicare, official medical provider for EWU Athletics. Multicare, here for you. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Okay, champ, rise and shine. Mountain Dew Kickstart is sounding the alarm. And last time we checked, no one woke up thinking, seize the snooze button. When it's time to get up, you don't just crawl out of bed, you rise. Because today, you're waking up with an attitude thanks to Mountain Dew Kickstart. It's a refreshing blend of juice, caffeine, and dew built to boost every pursuit with nine incredible flavors like orange citrus, black cherry, and pineapple orange mango. Mountain Dew Kickstart. Kickstart your day. Eagle Athletics is growing. Last year was a record year for the Eagle Athletic Fund, and you can help advance the standard by making a gift to the EAF. The EAF provides scholarship support to more than 300 student-athletes participating in 14 sports. There's no better way to show your Eagle pride than to join the EAF. Membership offers great benefits, including priority in ordering tickets and tailgate passes, invitations to exclusive events, hospitality room access, and VIP parking. Make your gift online at goeags.com or call 509-359-6208. Credit card debt is the most expensive debt. How did Numerica help you pay off your credit card so fast? It's actually pretty simple. I consolidated all my credit cards under one low interest rate and then put an additional 10% of my income each month for paying the debt off. That's it. At Numerica, we think it's time we had the money talk. Visit NumericaCU.com.
Welcome back, 24 Taps, downtown Spokane. The home of the Eastern Basketball Coaches Shows this year will be back on Tuesday night next week after the Northern Colorado game on Monday. 2 o'clock game time against Southern Utah on Saturday. Northern Colorado, 6 p.m. Monday night. Reese Court, get your tickets in advance. Go online to goeeks.com. Click on the tickets link. Two big home games. Eagle guard Jacob Davison joins us now. I mean, these games are going to be easy to get uh, fired up for. These are two games you guys have to win because you have to go on the road and play these teams toward the end of February. So these are important games. Whoops, hang on a minute. There we go. Now we can hear you. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, I mean, every game is important to us, but uh, these next two games are definitely very important as uh, Southern Utah being one of the top teams in the the league right now along with us. So... Uh, we're all very excited for this for this uh, home stretch. As one of the leaders on this team, uh, Eastern didn't play very well in their last home game against Montana, but you responded well on the road last weekend against Idaho and Montana State. Had to be big to to get those road wins to kind of wash that taste out of your mouth after Montana. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that home game uh, didn't turn out how we wanted it to, and it was definitely nice to get these two uh, road game wins to get that out of our mouth and prepare us for the the next two home games that we have. That Montana State game wasn't an easy game. You guys were flying along pretty well at the start. You were making three-pointers, and then you had that long stretch of 14 straight misses, and you're the guy that made the last one in the first half, and then you're the guy that broke the stretch in the second half as well. But there were some misses in between, but shooters have to shoot, right? I mean, you, yeah. you, you're not going to yeah. break the streak if you don't shoot. Exactly, exactly. We actually watched those clips today in film, uh, or that segment, I should say, of the us not scoring, and... Uh, we shot a lot of threes in that segment, and so we figured out that we need to kind of drive to the basket and get some easier looks. Not saying they weren't great looks, but just some easier looks just to, to kind of get the ball rolling. And uh, defense, even though the ball wasn't going through the net for you guys a lot, your defense was outstanding in that game particularly. Yeah. we uh, After our Montana loss, we went back to the basics in practice and worked on the things that we were working on in the beginning of the season and it, it showed. It definitely showed in the Montana State game. So far this year has been a healthy year for you, knock on wood here, yeah. as, yeah. We, as we as we talk about that. But, I mean, it's got to be a great relief for you, even though your injuries weren't necessarily ones that were, you know, they, they, they ended your year last year, but they were ones that you could easily come back from. It's not like you were torn in the ligament or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely is nice to uh, have a healthier season than last year. So uh, I'm excited to finish out the season, finally have a season where I'm not uh, battling injuries left and right. And uh, you even get family at home this week. I do. I do. I'm very excited for that. Who's all coming? Uh, My mom, my dad, both my brothers, my sister, my sister-in-law, and my nephew. So you're going to have a bowl. And then they get to see in Sacramento, too. Yes, they do. They're driving up for that game, too. Uh, how much does it make any difference whether you have family in the stands or don't have family in the stands? Uh, I don't think it does because I always know that they're watching, whether it be at home or in the stands. Uh, they're always watching. They're my biggest fans. So I don't think it puts any more pressure on me whether they're at the game or not. But I'm definitely excited to be able to see them and have them in, uh, in Cheney. What did you want to improve on last year to this year in the off season? Uh, my shot, definitely. I just wanted to be more consistent, and I definitely wanted to uh, improve my ball handling as well. In the summertime, how do you spend your time? Do you stay in Cheney? you go home, combination of the two? Uh, it's a combination of both. Uh, I get to uh, go home for about a month at a time, and uh, the rest of the time I'm up here working out. What are you doing when you're, when you're at home? Or who do you play with? Where do you go? Um... A lot of my friends from back home uh, play in colleges, other colleges and stuff, so uh, I usually end up finding open runs with them and working out with them, uh, so it's always good competition. Uh, obviously, scouting was a, a, a big part of your youth. Uh, in fact, you've got the, uh, the Boy Scout insignia tattooed, Yeah. Uh, so uh, Boy Scout or is it the Eagle Scout? Eagle Scout. Eagle, Eagle Scout, Scout, yes. So... Uh, how, what did you learn in scouting that transfers easily to basketball? Uh, always be prepared. That's actually the Boy Scout motto. And uh, you've got to be prepared for everything. So it kind of transfers not only in basketball but in life as well. 
you know, to get to be an Eagle Scout, it takes a lot of time and a lot of uh, perseverance and so forth, and I would assume that yeah, yeah, also applies some. Yes, yeah, it definitely does. Uh, Boy Scouts definitely took uh, a lot of hard work and dedication. Uh, I was in it. I was in Cub Scouts since first grade, and I didn't get my Eagle Scout until my junior year of high school. Uh, so that was definitely a lot of hard work and dedication, and that obviously transfers into basketball and into life in general. Tyler Harvey was a, uh, a big influence on you getting to Cheney, right? Yes, yeah, he was. I'm really close with the Harvey family. And uh, was he was he a, a a good secondary recruiter? Yeah, he was. Him and his uh, his family, obviously, they kind of uh, told me that all the good stuff about Cheney and how it was a perfect fit for me and stuff. So they definitely helped out, and they were a huge part. What do you want to continue to work on? Uh, going into your senior season next year, what do you see as something maybe from from last year to this year? You shored some things up. What would you like to do from this year to next year? Uh, I'd say leadership. Uh, I'm still learning how to become a a captain and a leader, and that's something that I can continually improve on. And so that's something I really want to work on in the off season. You have a lot of basketball in your future, but what are you majoring in, and what do you want to do with life once basketball ends? I am a communication major, and uh, when basketball ends, I actually want to be a sports broadcaster or a commentator. There you go. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. About, by the time you get done with basketball, I'll, well, I'll probably be in the box in the ground at some point in time. But I hope time, not. But, because you've got a few years left in you uh, uh, of playing basketball. But uh, 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 how close are you to finishing up, and, uh, and, and, when's, when, uh, and would you try to uh, approach Masters, a master's degree after you, you get done if you have time? Uh, right now, I have two quarters left. Uh, I should be graduating in June uh, if everything goes according to plan. Um, and after, or the sixth, or my fifth year, I should say, uh, is still up in the air. I'm, I'm thinking about going for my master's. I'm not really sure right now, but uh, I'm very close to finishing up. All right, very good. Congratulations on a great season so far, Jacob. Thank we appreciate you. your time. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. Jacob Davison here with us on the Eagle Basketball Coaches Show. When we come back, we'll hear from Eagle women's coach Wendy Schuler. That's next on the Basketball Coaches Show, live from 24 Taps on the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. What's it mean to be local? What's the value to you? I'm Gus Johnson. I'd like to share my thoughts on being local. Let's start with America's best brand, Ford. Ford was one of the first great American-made success stories. And today, Ford has never been stronger, producing more vehicles to compete, not just locally, but globally. Accountability. When your name is on the door, you know you need to stand behind your product every day. Community. We're invested in the community, just like you've invested in us. We live here, work here, and reinvest to help veterans, homeless, kids, and schools. We are one of the few truly locally owned and operated dealerships selling America's best vehicle wine, Ford. When it comes to American-made, Ford is superior. When it comes to community, we're invested. When it comes to accountability, I put my name on it. So when you have a choice to buy a new or used vehicle, choose Gus Johnson Ford, the Ford expert on Auto Row. Awesome. Maybe we could talk about something beside Northern Quest for a change. All right. That weekend at the lake was nice. Yeah, that boat was really floating up on top of that water. I think that was because of physics. <laughs> oh, I can't do this. Serious about gaming? Northern Quest pays out more than 80 jackpots per day. Visit northernquest.com for details. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. 
Spokane International Airport is a proud sponsor of Eastern Washington University Athletics. The airport connects Eastern fans and alums to major centers throughout the West with 60 daily departures provided by six major airlines. For real-time flight arrival and departure information, go to www.spokaneairports.net. The Spokane International Airport provides complimentary Wi-Fi internet, plus 10 food outlets and seven retail stores. Parking options range from a weight-free cell phone lot and hourly parking for short visits to numerous surface lots and covered garage parking for longer stays. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Welcome back, Eagle Basketball Coaches Show, 24 Taps. We will be here a week from tomorrow after the Northern Colorado game for uh, the Eagle men and women. And right now we are joined by women's coach Wendy Schuler coming off another tough loss on Saturday, coach, against Montana State. You take the league favorites into double overtime, but fall short 89-85, to but still, you guys played a heck of a game. Yeah, I was really proud of our kids for, for fighting and for really – doing so much that we asked when it came to the, the game plan. And, and then, uh, you know, we've, we've really been trying to get better offensively. And and so it was a lot of fun to see us kind of lose a little bit, um, you know, take a page from the guy's book and really shoot the ball well from three. And um, I just thought we did so many things well. And that's one that, that, that really hurts not to get. 17 three-pointers, that's a school record. You guys shot 53% from the three-point line in this uh, game. Probably the best shooting game, at least from, from distance, that you've uh, seen as a head coach. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty special. Um, you know, and it's young kids, you know, freshmen and sophomores that are stepping up and, and just hitting. And they were big shots for us and tough shots. And, and that was it was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, your two freshmen, uh, Jenna Dick and Kennedy Dickey, both had career highs. Jessica McDowell-White, a sophomore, had a double-double with 18 points and 12 assists in this ball game. Uh, you had a number of players really play well. We did. We did. I thought, uh, uh, you know, especially the, those those particular guards that you named just really stepped up and, and had great games and handled a lot of pressure. Uh, they pressured quite a bit. and we're very aggressive defensively, and, and I thought that, uh, you know, it's sometimes hard for young players to handle that kind of stuff, and I thought we did really well. You know, toward the end of regulation there, you guys had a, a good-sized lead, but, you know, again, it's a, a situation that's probably uh, raised its head a time or two this year. Uh, at the end of games, you guys have, have at times struggled to score, and, and that hurts you again in regulation time on, on Saturday, didn't it? Oh, it did. It did. And, you know, I feel like we're getting good shots. And, uh, you know, we just have to, in those moments, be able to knock stuff down. You know, uh, we were getting everything from from post touches to, uh, you know, to drives to, uh, you know, open open looks from three. Uh, is that maybe a byproduct of some of the – I mean, we've talked about it. You're basically all sophomores and freshmen for the most part. Is that a byproduct of youth? Um, I, you know, I guess so. <laughs> that's, that's the only answer I know, you know, um, uh, you know, I've got to try and find some ways to make a put, a, you know, to put them in even a better position to be able to score in those moments. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I was going to defer to myself that I, I got to do something better to, to make them, uh, you know, feel more comfortable and, and more prepared in those situations. Oh, was the key in this game the rebounding edge they had? They out-rebound you to 51 to 30. It was. I thought that was one of the big things. And you know, and it's not that that they're you know getting rebounds and going back up. It's it's more just that we have to defend again for another you know 15 seconds and 20 seconds. And the same thing happened to us in the Idaho game. Um, you know, I thought we did a lot of things really well in that game, and uh, the the rebounding piece was just uh, really critical and and hurt us quite a bit, you know, when they just get multiple possessions like that. Going back to that game, you guys were tied 55-55 in the fourth <laughs> quarter of play, and again, a, a flat spot offensively in the fourth quarter, and, and you talk a little bit about the rebounding, and those things cost you. 
Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. All right, so, I mean, trying to build off these because Idaho and Montana State are both at the top of the Big Sky Conference. You guys were toe-to-toe with these teams for 90 minutes, basically. How do you build off this? Uh, I mean, because frustration has to be setting into for the young ladies at some point in time and for yourself and for the staff. You know, we, we really are working hard just to keep our heads up. And, um, you know, I, I describe us right now as we're, we're like a snow-capped volcano. Um, we're, we're right there on the edge, and, and we can't we can't stop right now um, because I think we're so close. And, uh, you know, I think last week we had an opportunity to beat the top two teams in the league, and, and that should tell us something about ourselves. You know, uh, you know, we can we can preach and this and that, but I think our playing is doing the talking, and I think we're getting better. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were in a tough position, you know, with a lot of kids out over the last month, and last week was really our first week where we've all kind of had the whole gang back together again, and um, and we played that way. So we we have to stay encouraged and understand that um, there's a lot of basketball left in front of us, and our goal is to be playing our best basketball in February and March, and and I really think that we're on our way to doing that. All right, so this week you get what is probably going to be the toughest road trip in the big sky this year, not necessarily for the competition, though that will play a role as well, but because you've got to go from Cedar City, Utah, to Greeley, Colorado, and there's no good way to do it. (laughs) No, there's not, unless... Uh, you know, somebody wants to loan us their, their private jet or something like that. That would that might make it a little easier for us. But uh, you know, we've we've been on the road a lot. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, just the Montana State game the other day was our only home game in the whole month of January. So, understands how to play on the road. It doesn't phase us, um, and and I expect us to be ready to play. What do you? I know you're early still in in scouting. You don't play till Saturday, but what are your thoughts early on about Southern Utah? Uh, you know they're a team. They're they're they've got a really really good little point guard who just runs the show and makes so much happen. So we've got to slow her down as much as we can and just can't let her dominate the game. And then they really do a good job of getting the ball inside uh, to their big kids. And uh, you know I think that at the end of the day we have to worry about ourselves. We've got to obviously get better uh, on the glass. We can't get out rebounded the way we did these last two games and, and expect to win on the road. Uh, hopefully we can continue to improve offensively. I still think there's a lot of things that we could do that we're not doing. Um, so we're going to worry about ourselves for about the first three days of this week, and, and then we'll focus on, on our opponents. And then Northern Colorado, it's a noon game. Uh, mountain time on Monday of, of next week. Does that make it easier or tougher? Um, you know, I think it. I think it probably makes it tougher just because you're traveling that day before and and those types of things. But again, you know, we're we're used to whatever kind of gets thrown at us when we were in Kansas City. We played some other games, and and uh, you know, I don't I don't think it affected us um, very much. Coach, best of luck to you. Uh, get on the road. Get yourself a, a sweep if you can, a split if you if you need to, uh, if that's what you have to settle for. And uh, thanks, as always, for the time, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. That's Eagle head coach Wendy Schuler of the women's basketball team this week on the road, Southern Utah, Saturday at 2 o'clock Mountain Time, 1 Pacific Time, and Southern Utah on the season 2-4 and four in Big Sky Conference play heading into this game. And then Northern Colorado Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, noon Mountain Time. Northern Colorado's been toward the top of the conference the last few years. This year they're 3-3. Three and three. So winnable games on the road. Southern Utah 2-4 and four Saturday. Northern Colorado 3-3 three and three on Monday of next week. Good luck to the Eagle women as they hit the road. Back to wrap things up here on the Eagle Basketball Coaches Show. We're at 24 Taps in downtown Spokane. And this is the Eagle Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. We are motivated. We are dedicated. We are stepping up. We have passion flowing through our veins. We are vital. 
Inland Northwest Blood Center has joined forces with 127 donation centers across the nation to form Vitalant. By joining forces, we can help more people realize their life-saving potential and make every drop of blood count more. Learn why your donation is so vital at Vitalant.org. Right now, I'm holding a perfectly ice-cold Coors Light. You know how I know it's the perfect temperature? Because the mountain on the can is blue. And also, it's really cold. Every Coors Light is cold-filtered, cold-lagered, and cold-packaged. Notice how many times I said cold? Three times. It's that cold. So make sure the mountain on your can of Coors Light is blue. Because that means it's ready to enjoy. 2019 Coors Brewing Company. Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Washington Trust Bank asks, what's your awesome? (laughs) That's Gertie. She was our first goat, and we got her just for the milk. But then we started making cheese, and everybody loved it. So now we have four goats and are thinking about starting a little side business. Guess that would make Gertie a business partner. (laughs) But not a silent one. Everyone has an awesome. And whatever yours is, Washington Trust Bank can help you get there. Stop by and see a personal banker today. Learn more at watrust.com slash awesome. Washington Trust Bank. Member FDIC. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P Hundo P Adjective Short for being 100% sure or certain As in If we get a puppy I'll Hundo P always walk it You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council Okay, champ, rise and shine. Mountain Dew Kickstart is sounding the alarm. And last time we checked, no one woke up thinking, seize the snooze button. When it's time to get up, you don't just crawl out of bed, you rise. Because today, you're waking up with an attitude thanks to Mountain Dew Kickstart. It's a refreshing blend of juice, caffeine, and dew built to boost every pursuit with nine incredible flavors like orange citrus, black cherry, and pineapple orange mango. Mountain Dew Kickstart. Kickstart your day. All right, welcome back here, 24 Taps, downtown Spokane. We will be back here once again on Tuesday of next week. We've been kind of flipping back and forth uh, on on dates for shows because of games and and uh, other things that are going on. So uh, we were here last Tuesday. Now we're here, obviously, tonight. We'll be back next Tuesday again. And then the first week of February, we'll have no show on that uh, February 4th, I believe it is, because the Eagles are coming back from Flagstaff and getting ready to go to Missoula. I'm not even sure if the team's coming back to town uh, on that. So, uh, But then we will be Mondays, I believe it is, from there on out uh, here at 24 Taps through the rest of February and into early uh, part of March. So we appreciate the folks here at 24 Taps. We hope you join us here on Tuesday uh, because uh, of next week. They've got great food. Burgers are outstanding. They've got uh, cold beverages uh, of your choice. And so we hope to see you here a week from tomorrow for the next edition of the Eagle Basketball Coaches Show here from 24 Taps in downtown Spokane. Big weekends for both the Eagle men and the women. I just told you about the women. They play against uh, uh, Southern Utah at 2-4, and four, Northern Colorado at 3-3. Three and three. Tough games, tough to get from point A to point B on this particular trip, uh, but winnable games for the Eagle women as they try to snap a five-game losing streak in Big Sky Conference play. And then for the Eagle men, two huge home games. Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock is the game time, as the Eagles host Southern Utah. Right now, when you look at the Big Sky Conference men's standings, you've got Montana on top at 6-1. and one. Then you've got Eastern, you've got Northern Colorado, you've got Southern Utah. All those teams lined up at 4-2. and two. And then I think there are five teams that are 3-4, and four. Weber State, I believe, is 2-4, and and Idaho's at 1-5 and going into play uh, tonight. Weber State is playing at Portland State uh, this evening in a game, I believe, that's just about ready to tip off uh, at any point in time uh, in Portland. So uh, that's the way the Big Sky Conference standings look. So when you've got Southern Utah, Northern Colorado, and Eastern all at 4-2, and it's Southern Utah and Northern Colorado that come to town this weekend. Saturday, 2 o'clock, Southern Utah comes in. Then Monday, a week from tonight, 6 p.m., Northern Colorado at Reese Court in Cheney. Hope to see you there. Come on out, support this team. They should be two fantastic games against two good teams. 
and uh, Northern Colorado is a team that's in the top 100 now in the NCAA net rankings. Southern Utah isn't too far behind that. Uh, Montana's right up in that area, too. Eastern's not too far away. I think Eastern was 152 today in the net rankings, uh, which is easily in the top half of college basketball. So uh, two big games. Get your tickets in advance. Go online, goeags.com. Click on the tickets link and uh, get those tickets in advance. You can order them up, print them off right there at home, not have to worry about lines once you get to Reese Court and uh, just walk around on in and enjoy the basketball game. 2 o'clock, Eagle Men at home on Saturday the uh, 25th, and then on Monday the 27th. It's a 6 p.m. start against Northern Colorado. Eagle Women will then return home the following week. Monday or on Saturday, February 1st, they will host Sacramento State, and then on Monday the 3rd, they will host Northern Arizona. So Eagle Men at home on Saturday and Monday this week. Eagle Women will be at home on Saturday and Monday of the following week. So that's what we have ahead as far as Eagle Athletics go. And then uh, that brings us to Football Letter of Intent Signing Day uh, in uh, the first week of February in Eastern's uh, road game at the University of Montana on that Thursday following. Thanks to all of our guests, Eagle women's coach Wendy Schuler uh, for her time. Also men's players Jacob Davison and Ellis Magnuson here and head men's basketball coach Shante Leggins. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to Steve Pry for his work in the studios. I'm Larry Ware from 24 Taps in downtown Spokane. You've been listening to the Basketball Coaches show from Learfield IMG College. Live from 24 Taps Burgers and Brews, you've been listening to the EWU Basketball Coaches Show, brought to you by Coors Light, whatever your mountain, climb on. Gus Johnson Ford, Northern Quest Resort and Casino, the place where Eagles fans love to stay and play. Numerica Credit Union, life moves, live well. And by Pepsi, the official soft drink of Eastern Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Eagles Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.